Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maddie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose, one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are going to live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal, and we're going to get after it starting right now. All right, ladies, and maybe some gents. This is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing the podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This five-star review comes from Red Crush 11. Red Crush says, Maudie has a wonderful way of sharing inspiration that is both challenging and supportive with the pure intent of encouraging others to live their best, most fulfilled lives. Great podcast and definitely worth subscribing so you don't miss an episode. Red Crush, you are the best. Your words warm my heart because there is something kind of lonely about recording a podcast. And sometimes I do start to wonder, is this having an impact? So I want to thank you. Thank you for your encouragement and the reminder that it is. It is having impact. And if you have something to say about the show, I would love to hear about it. Leave a review and I'd love to give you a big old virtual hug on a future episode. Welcome to episode 17 of the Living on Purpose podcast. Today, you just get me, Maudie Wollner, your host, and a few stories, maybe some inspo, and a couple tips and tricks to finding happiness in the now. I've really been thinking about happiness a lot over the last few weeks and happiness in my own life. And as a result of talking to my one-on-one coaching clients, really talking about the fact and, and discussing the fact and realizing the fact that happiness isn't a place that we arrive at. Happiness, I don't believe, is a destination to be pursued because I always feel like if we're pursuing happiness it is never going to be achievable. It won't ever be attainable because we're going to constantly be searching and searching and searching. I believe that happiness is found in the present moment. Happiness can really be found in the here and now. I also feel like happiness can be felt while pursuing our big goals and our big dreams. And I think that's really important to remember and to realize. I think sometimes we get so caught up in goals and dreams and living our best lives that we forget to embrace and really relish in the day-to-day. 
uh, we get so caught up in going after the goal that we really can miss all the good stuff in between, all the good stuff that comes out on the path to pursuing that goal. So I have a couple stories for you, um, personal stories uh, of uh, this exact example about how happiness isn't a destination to be pursued. Happiness really should be found in the here and now. And then I have a couple uh, tips at the very end to maybe help you a little bit discover happiness today. So my first example is the keynote speech. And a couple episodes ago, I recorded the keynote speech. This was my first big paid speaking event. It happened on October 17th. I hired a speaking coach to really get me prepped so that I can show up, that I could show up 100% so that I could give everything that I wanted to give to that audience so that I was as prepared as possible having said that this was my first big speaking engagement. And I worked my ass off on that keynote speech. And I don't know what I was expecting. I really don't. As I think back, I don't know. I don't know if I was expecting a sense of fulfillment or a, a, like I checked off a box and now I could add keynote speaker to my resume. But once I finished the speech, I felt a sense of letdown. A a sense of like, that was it? And that's not to say that it was an amazing, amazing event. It's not to say that it was an amazing keynote speech that I gave, that I really nailed it. I felt very confident. But I felt like, huh, okay. And quickly, I started looking at my next speaking engagement as opposed to really relishing in the moment feeling that sense of happiness of achieving that goal. And I realized that instead of looking at all the cool stuff that had happened uh, in between getting hired, which happened in, I want to say, February until October, I really forgot to enjoy the prep. I really forgot to be happy with where I was in the planning. I really forgot to savor my conversations with my coach. And it was, I believe, that that is what attributed to the letdown. I had built this huge idea of what it would feel like at the end, once it was done. And when it didn't feel like that, I felt a sense of disappointment. I think that that's normal for us when we only focus on the end, on achieving it, on getting done. You do feel a sense of letdown because you didn't allow yourself to be really super duper present in the moments in between. I I I think that this is such a great example for me to just remember even as I'm prepping for my next big event like Let's just be happy today. Let's be really, really uh, proud of our training and our prepping and our planning that we're getting in each and every day. So that's my first example. And I'm sure that you can relate to that. You know, maybe it was a big test that you took. Maybe it's a, a certification for work. Maybe it's a promotion that you, once you, once you get there, you're like, huh, all right, I guess this is it. Instead of really relishing in all the hard work and really being happy as you're getting after it. 
So that's my first example. The second example uh, is of a coaching client that I was talking to, and she was telling me about um, her family and the fact that they have been for years saving and planning and prepping to build their dream house. It had been something, it has been something that has just been on the horizon, something that they have been so looking forward to. And she's there, right? They're they're getting ready to break ground. And she was telling me that now that she's on the cusp of achieving her new home, she also feels this sense of letdown. She thought that she would feel a certain way about, quote unquote, achieving her goal or, quote unquote, getting to the end or close to the end. And when she actually felt a little bit differently, it's this big sense of disappointment. It also became a big sense of this is not how I should feel. Then the guilt kind of comes in. Like, I should be feeling so much better about this. What is wrong with me? Why am I not feeling as happy as I had anticipated? And she's realizing, and we, through our conversation, realizing that she has been missing the really, really awesome moments in between with her kids as they're growing up and in their tiny baby cramped house that is like forcing their close closeness, right? As they're like living on top of each other, building their dream house. And it was really cool. It was a really great aha moment for my client and also for me to really settle into the day-to-day while you're going after the big goals. And it also reminded me today, just today, uh, Tom and I are going to be doing a huge kitchen remodel, and we're having the contractor come over this afternoon to talk about options. And I've already started imagining the big parties that we'll have and being able to host people and have meals and, and have a lot of people standing around the kitchen island with drinks in their hand, laughing. And, and as I was imagining this today... I was sitting on my tiny, cozy little couch in my tiny, cozy little TV room with my 17-year-old and his buddy and my 9-year-old who were all sitting there together playing Xbox. And I thought, happiness is right here. Happiness will definitely be achieved once the kitchen is done. Yes. And right now, right here sitting with my 17-year-old. I only have a year and a half left with him before he goes off to college. This moment right now is what it's all about. And it was like a great reminder to just just slow down. And then my third example of uh, pursuing happiness and getting there, quote unquote, my air quotes, there and realizing it wasn't what you thought it would be is when I ran my half marathon. Um, it was my third half marathon, and it was the one that I really didn't train, I would say, enough for. And um, I don't even know why I signed up for it, to be honest. I, I think I do know. I do know why I signed up for it. And um, once I ran the half marathon, I felt good for a hot minute, right? Actually, I didn't feel good. I felt like shit as I put the um, metal around my neck and wrapped me in the blanket and everything. I felt horrible. 
because A, I hadn't trained and B, I hadn't eaten enough and all the things. And it was a really, really hard, hard race that I ran. Um, so actually, I didn't even feel good for a minute. But I felt proud. I felt proud for a minute. And then what happened was I took my running shoes off. I put them in the closet. And they sat there. I'm not even shitting you for like six months, maybe nine. And after the six to nine months, when I went to put the shoes back on, I realized that it still had the half marathon little clip, the little time clip uh, attached to my shoe. I had not put my shoes back on since then. And I forgot. I had forgotten why, why I wanted to run a half marathon, which was all about fitness and um, health and endurance. It wasn't about finishing the the crossing the finish line and getting the medal. That wasn't the reason. But I had gotten so hyper-focused on the finish line and, and only what it would feel like to do that, that I absolutely 100% forgot why I was doing it. And that's why I stopped cold turkey. And it's such a bummer because I missed six months of great runs that I could have experienced, right? And I also um, didn't stay super present as I was uh, prepping. So one of the tips at the very end is um, would have been helpful for me in this situation. So my so that's my last example of really just looking out into the future, uh, a finish line, literally, and expecting to feel this sense of like amazingness and health and vitality and endurance. And I didn't feel that, and it was such a such a letdown that I put my shoes in the closet for half a year. And we don't want that to happen. We want to feel happy. We want to pursue happiness right here in the today along the way, like as we are getting after the big goals, okay? So here are my few, my couple little tips for you to find happiness in the now. Number one, be grateful. And when I ask you to be grateful or when I suggest being grateful, I suggest writing down as many things as you can, and maybe it's just one, which is absolutely fine, something that you're grateful for right now in the present. So for me right now, I am so grateful for the opportunity to be recording this podcast. I am beyond grateful for this Living on Purpose podcast. Uh, what could you find gratitude in in the here and now? If you're in the car, what is it? Is it the, that you have a car? If you are on your run, if you're out on your walk listening to this, are you grateful for a healthy body that you can actually get out and walk in? What can you find to be grateful for right here, right now? My second tip is to practice mindfulness. Mindfulness is when we slow down, we get super present, and we can experience the here and the now. A couple ways to practice mindfulness that I love is easy, simple meditation in the morning. Uh, I like to practice mindfulness uh, in my yoga practice. And the other uh, mindful practice that I really, really love is enjoying a mindful meal. This is where you take your meal very, very slowly and you savor every everything about the meal, the smell, the texture, 
the taste, the ambiance. Really, really practice a mindful meal will set you, will really ground you in the present moment. My third tip is to slow your roll. And uh, this is kind of what I wish I would have done with my keynote speech is to really slow down, slow down enough to be able to find the joy in the practice, find the joy in the preparation, and just to slow your roll. The fourth, one, two, three, four, yep, four. The fourth tip, and uh, this is my favorite one, is to journal as you go. So if you, and I'm sure you do, have a big, big goal out there, I suggest journaling about it every single day. This is something that I suggest and one of the biggest, biggest um, tools that I give to my uh, clients in the 30-day challenge is to journal it out. Every single day after you do your activity towards your goal, so with the half marathon example, every single day after you run, take one minute literally to journal how the run went. If we want to use my keynote speech, every single day after I prepped and practiced, journal. How did I feel? What were my ahas? What were my insights? If you journal as you go, it actually forces you to be super present while you're doing your activity, while you're on your way, while you're pursuing your goal. It allows you to be more present and notice little things. You know, notice the birds outside as you're on your run or notice my little hiccups or maybe my nuances as I'm recording my keynote speech, that sort of thing. So that is the last tip. I hope. I sincerely hope that you can find joy, find happiness in your current situation, in the here and now, because that is what living on purpose is all about. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.